and we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, oh, we'd really love for there to be ghosts and ghouls and goblins and stuff out there because that would mean that magic is real. Trust me, I would love for there to be actual magic. It's not going to happen, though. Some people say my hands are magic. Yes. And I'm going to shut up because I'm going to get myself into trouble. <laughs> Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can pretty much find me everywhere under that name. It's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi, good to be back with you. Uh, it, it's a little bit on the thin side tonight. There's reasons kind of explain that. From the right-hand coast where, oh, look at that. There are no hurricanes barreling down your way. On Renault Tech, good morning. Hi. Although, uh, according to my waistline, I'm not thin, so, yeah. I, but thanks for the compliment. I appreciate that. D you know what? I'm just going to go ahead then and assume that uh, your gravitational attraction is what's bringing all the hurricanes to the yard. Well, it's it, it's actually what keeps the cats around. Obligatory pussy joke here. Good to be back with you. <laughs> so it is. Uh, it, it is uh, a spooky Eve. Eve. Yes, it's 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 spooky pre Eve tonight as of recording. So we're going to have ourselves. Uh, we're going to have a a relatively fluff night, and uh, uh, at least for the most part, I'll explain well, all. And like we learned tonight. Uh, surprise! Surprise! Discord, probably for temporary, uh, has changed their ringtone, their default ringtone. So if you've got friends on Discord and you haven't called them lately, uh, surprise them. Ring, ring them up and they'll get to hear the new ringtone. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Is that what it was? No. Oh. Okay. I was just trying to set the, I was trying to set the, the mood. The mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do yeah. that. I'm not as young as I used to be. So, hi, everybody. Good to be back with you. Uh, if you join us live, by the way, uh, you can be part of the audience, you know, down over there. So that would be uh, Stephanie, who was letting me know that um, the time zone shifting thing is going on. So... Uh, like I said, you know, earlier when you told me about that and people wonder why I use UTC to let everybody know what time we're, you know, it just, just leave the clocks at the time that they're supposed to be and just change every 15 degrees of longitude, <sighs> whatever. Fearless. Hi. Good to see you, hon. Hope you're doing all right. And right now that's about it. Although there's a spam account in there. I, I guess we'll have to deal with that one later. All right, whatever. It'll be fine. Deal with it all later. You got a spammer? I don't uh, see anything in the live chat for that. Could be. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But it's uh it's good to be around with you guys. Um 
I will, uh, I will, I will open very quickly with, uh, a piece of information only because, uh, I get a phone call from someone that I, um, I know. Uh, I, I don't know how far out to describe the relationship I've got with them, but, uh, they wanted to, uh, they wanted to have a little bit of time to talk with me because they needed somebody to talk to. And apparently they, uh, they wanted to because they had a very stressful, uh, morning recently where they were up at two o'clock in the morning on a, on a school night. You know, I mean, who doesn't do that? Uh, they ended up spending a couple hours at the hospital because they were getting sick and everything. And fortunately, there was somebody that was also awake that was able to drive them to the hospital as opposed to, you know, calling for an ambulance. Uh, got driven to the hospital, did a quick, uh, thing because they found, you know, the, the pain that they had was in their, like right side, which immediately is just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, that could be an appendix. That's a bad thing. Uh, hospital time, let's go. Uh, did an MRI and it turns out, uh, it wasn't an appendix thing. It was a kidney stone thing. So, yeah. I mean, I feel bad. Uh, there's not a hell of a lot of anything I can do about it. But, you know, just as a reminder, folks, the, here in the United States, if you have a, if you have a medical emergency thing happen, we've got the greatest medical system that anybody can afford if they can afford it. So for anybody that wants to go ahead and say, well, you know, these places where they've got socialized medicine, well, you don't, you don't get this, but you don't get this, but you don't get this. <sighs> Here in the U.S., you don't get anything. So, you know, keep that in mind that there are degrees of suck and what they went through kind of, kind of sucked, but they're, they're better. They were surprised that a doctor is able to write a prescription for what's otherwise an over-the-counter medicine. But you know what? Eh. I spoke to them earlier today, too, and they're just like, yeah, I'm okay right now. So, so you know, go them. And uh, that's, 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 that's the way it's going to be. Anyhow, um, how about I just get things rolling? And everything will be, uh, everything will be good. So let me uh, switch things over and we will be good. So here we go with five minutes on the clock. I'm going to get you rolling. Five minute freestyle starts right now. Now, the funny part of it is tech took a look at it and was like, uh, had, had a little bit of fun trying to pronounce it. Equitability. I had to look it up to make sure that I was actually spelling it correctly and I had the right context for the word equitability. I did have it right. Equitability ain't currently right now. I don't like to talk about just my country for the shows. Generally speaking, this part, my part right here. Oh yeah. Equitability. When 
the public heard about the draft document for the Supreme Court of my country regarding the Roe versus Wade decision that was going to be coming down, which would overturn the privacy that someone would be able to have with their doctor. Specifically regarding to, you know, um, you know, personal reproductive rights. People, lots and lots of people, went and picketed and protested outside the homes of some of the some of the Supreme Court justices. Did it com- completely above board. They, well, you know, they, they just went on the sidewalk. They walked, they processed, they held up signs. They did what is otherwise normally considered fair. They didn't yell, they didn't scream. They might chant because, you know, Protest kind of works that way sometimes, but they were in public, on a public sidewalk, except that there were rules and laws put into place to prevent people from doing exactly that. How constitutional that is, is completely up for debate, of course, but the idea of protesting in a public locale is a time-honored tradition here in this country and in many others for a very, very long time. What happened this week in California is not being met with nearly the same equitability. The Republicans, the conservatives, I should say very, very specifically, the hyper-conservatives, they got all upset because people shouldn't be protesting in front of the secure the the secure places for these people the supreme court justices and the yada 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 yada, yada. okay what happened this week is that some deranged some maga person decided that it was fair game to break into the back doors of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's house to try to find her. Broke into it. Called out, Where's Nancy? Same thing that was called out by many, many, many people during the January 6th storming of the Capitol building. Guy was armed with, well, uh, a blunt force instrument, a hammer. Nancy Pelosi's husband, who is plus 80 years old, was there. He got injured. He got hurt. He got his head hit. We're still waiting to find out a little bit more information on how bad off he's going to be. Because, you know, this is not you know, it, it, it's not like, you know, getting knocked around when in your 20s. It's just not. But what's coming out of the people who support that venomous right wing? As Tech told me, a lot of people who've just gone ahead and said, well, why don't we, why don't those 
why don't those leftists, why don't those socialists just do what they always do and ban hammers? Because that's what they need to do to be safe, right? No. You stop these things at the source. In this case, the source is where the lies have come from that have brainwashed these people. Normally, my time would be over, but I'm going to leave it with this. The rhetoric that is coming out of these people is positively sickening. There's no reason for stuff like this to have happened. There's no reason. Except because these people just don't know what the hell to do with themselves. And I would really love to be able to go on, but my time is over and I'm getting really emotional about it because it's just, it's just dumb and stupid all the way down the board. It's just nothing else to be done with it. Where are we over here? Episode 428 on the docket, Your Honor. Welcome, spirits. We're just gonna do, we're gonna do a lightweight fluff because, you know, it's, it's spooky weekend. Wait, fluff? Yeah. I, I, I can't do that. I'm not prepared. I didn't bring my rubber gloves and Kentucky jelly. I have words. I have, I have, I have words right now. <laughs> Tech. One of those words would be. So. Hey. There you go. I'm, I mean, I understand what you did and why you did it, but you didn't have to twist your hand that way at me. Uh, I, actually, yeah. Yeah, I. I no, actually no, did. you didn't need to do the full accent on the hand motion. I'm just saying. I'm from Brooklyn. I mean, the hell do you want like from me? It actually does. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Halloween. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Halloween adjacent. We're gonna talk about the whole you know spirits and stuff, and we're gonna have fun. We're just gonna have fun. So I'm not even gonna worry about it too much, because Lord knows. We've had more than our fair share of, you know, God, we have to talk about this now. Be nice to have something nice for change, don't you think? Yeah. But. Like how my, uh, one of the churches in my area is telling kids that they can come and get treats, you know, on October 31st and uh, come dress like your favorite prophet. It's like, you know, I mean, if you want to make it really scary, like traumatization level scary, they can dress like the priest or or or, or pastor who uh, touched them behind the altar. That'd be really scary for the kids. Is that a new euphemism for buttocks that I'm unaware of? I mean, you kids. No, no, no. All right. No. Was... 
we'll we'll see where it takes us over here. And uh, by the way, if, if you grew up without a lot of money, as I did, uh, you tended to make your own costumes. You know, so you made every, you probably did everything from the bomb to, you know, uh, firefighter, police officer, whatever, yada yada yada. And so, uh, one of the things that you used to do would be raid old clothes hmm. because you could cut them up, you could tear them, you could sew them together and make them into other things, you know. <laughs> and so it's just like, yeah. Fair enough. So let's at least get things rolling with the horrible scopes because um, it's kind of the way that it works. So for those of you that know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't, doesn't matter. It's really not going to matter. But, you know, pick one because it's not going to matter. It, it, it'll all be good. I want to be that new one they were talking about. What new one? The supposed 13th one or whatever it was. Oh, well, it's all, it's all screwed up anyway. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to matter. And I'm not adding a 13th. Why? Okay. Because I'm not adding a 13th. That's why. I have, I have a D13, believe it or not. I could acquire a D7. Doesn't mean I'm going to go ahead and start adding it to the collection. There's a whole set. They're called funky dice. Yes. And for anybody that's wondering, what the hell does a D7 look like? It looks like a pencil. (laughs) It looks like a pencil. (laughs) Yeah, you can get a semi-decent roll off of one shape like that. Yeah, because all you got to do is just... Yeah, there's uh, one set of dice that I kickstarted, and I regret kickstarting it because I was like, okay, this is a great concept. And hypothetically and on paper, it is a great concept. But when it came down to it and rolling it and having to do, like, advanced mathematics to figure out what the hell I rolled. I was like, uh, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons version three anymore, you know, or third or third edition anymore. I, I don't need this much math to enjoy D and D. It's like, um, this is going to go on my shelf as a novelty item to encourage kids to math. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Keep that in mind. Meanwhile, you posted pictures of those, uh, uh, D and D D twenty D 20s that are actually, um, freaking transformers. I saw the owl bear one. Oh dude, I want it. You know what? Maybe I'll add that into the show notes. So folks can take a look at that. Cause that was, that was actually pretty cool. And I'm getting attacked by cats. Good. You deal with that. I'll deal with this. <laughs> Too much. Buzz. Aries. First time I've ever expected that you'd have that problem you normally hate numbers and facts but you want to hear this stop buying store candy you really think those half price deals are worth it at target the hershey's milk and dark snack size packages which is uh little hershey's bars york peppermint patties reese cups and almond joy and kit kat comes out at about 33 cents an ounce so it's a five twenty six a pound. The mixed minis, which is Snickers, Twix, Three Musketeers, Milky Way, comes out at about forty eight cents an ounce. So seven sixty nine a pound. I know, nice. Instead, find a place selling eleven pound Calibo chocolate slabs. 
Milk chocolate is 536 a pound. Dark chocolate, 482 a pound. You can enjoy good quality, less expensive stuff all year round. Um, yes, I know. How that store in the freezer? Uh, you know what? When we would buy it at the bakery, because that's how I know about these. The And let me tell you, 11-pound slab, it's an 11-pound slab. Um, <laughs> if you want to try to picture how big it is, take the keyboard that you've got for your computer right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And imagine if it was double, like, front to back to you. And then stacked about two tall. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a picture of this stuff. A uh, it's an eleven pound. Uh, I called it a slab for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really cool in that um, it's only sixty bucks for an eleven pound slab. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you buy it, you might mm-hmm. get it for less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the place <laughs> you have to buy it in a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's sixty bucks if you buy it in lots of four. <laughs> if you just buy one, it's seventy. <laughs> when we would buy it for use at the bakery, oh, you probably went through a lot of it. We didn't go through as much as you would think at a time, because that's that's the good stuff. But it's shelf stable, so you don't need to refrigerate it. You can, but you don't need to. Oh, there is a uh, a five pound, five and a half pound bag that's actually designed to be melted in a chocolate fountain. As an aside, if you're going to be doing lots of options for this stuff, there is a white. They even make a canister of ground white chocolate. White chocolate is not chocolate. No, I know it is, but I have white chocolate is not chocolate. My family that can't eat regular chocolate. That's perfectly fine. And so everybody understands, if you're going to be doing a chocolate fountain, don't use this really good stuff. Get the discs instead, because that is far less expensive. It's not nearly as tasty, but it's got the added benefit of, well, honestly, it'll melt better. And what I would really probably do is, is I would probably get the fountain one and use it in a fondue pot for, you know, just friends or family. I mean, yeah, so maybe. So Taurus. Okay. Normally we'd give you fun advice, maybe thoughtful, sometimes even annoying, but this time it's just a simple, straightforward. Don't give up. Look, things are always going sideways and it's not your fault, but take a long breath, center yourself. And you'll be okay the next day. Good luck. We're all counting on you. That's a reference in there for somebody. Gemini. <laughs> uh, look, last week, we were having a bad time writing the scopes. We didn't really mean to take it out on you. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, on the bright side... At least we knew that the week was going to be good for you. So uh, as uh, a makeup, how how about this? Halloween might be over, but you can host a costume party whenever you like. Start planning for a Cyber Monday shopping expedition as a group Zoom call, but everybody in costume. It's like going to the ball together, except 
without Sbarro's pizza, which is a bonus. No. Yeah. Sbarro's is... It's, it's not New York pizza, period, end of conversation. But what they make is tasty. With enough MSG, anything can be tasty. Cancer Moonchild, we know you still have some VHS movies on your shelves. We also know that at least one of those cassettes is intentionally mislabeled to hide the fact that it's a copy of some old, early 80s porn. It's okay. We're cool with it. But what were you thinking keeping Alice's erotic adventures in Wonderland? Just so you could tell people there really is a porn musical? We're not kink-shaming here, but no. No, it's not kink-shaming. We're shaming you for your taste in musicals. That's fair. I mean, it's, it's, it's fair. Leo, your memory is great, but it's going to be your downfall one day. Look, anyone around you can put an earworm in you, but they don't because they like you. We like you, too. So just remember, this is just an experiment. All right? <clears throat> no, the sun is a deadly laser. That's a 20-minute YouTube memory that's now playing in your mind, and you can't do anything about it. So you're welcome. I was actually looking that up because I have no idea what the hell that reference was. Okay, I'll I'll make sure that it's in the History in the show of the notes. Entire world, I get. Okay, here it is. Know your meme. Okay, yeah, pulling up on know your meme tells you what it is. I'm gonna have to watch it later. Sorry. Yep. Make. We'll we'll yeah. You you go ahead and do your thing. Ergo, your recent medical issues have sucked, but that's all behind you now. You handled yourself admirably. But now it's time to take better care of yourself. First step is to drink more. Now, if we could trust you to make sure that it was actually water instead of water adjacent, that would be great. Less tea, less coffee, and stop substituting liquid coffee creamer in your cereal bowl. Seriously, take care of yourself. Yeah, I'm going to be sending that off to somebody. I'm going to be sending that off to somebody pretty soon. Libra, now that you have a streaming service subscription, what are you planning on watching? Movies that you had no intention of seeing in the theater anyway? Or TV shows that you've already got on DVD? How about just putting up an antenna and pulling in the TV stations you can already get for free? All you really need is a wire and some elevation. Give it a try. You might be surprised at what comes. Scorpio, yes, the Halloween costume you made for yourself was very good. Very inventive. We're proud of you, too. For everyone else that didn't know, Scorpio dressed up as the Hulk. So ripped shirt, makeup, shredded pants... 
and spent the whole party ducking behind chairs and sofas away from the host. And they finally asked why you tell them. Because I'm a green sneaker. But yes, again, good job. You can stop now. Yep. Just just golf clap. Golf clap. Green sneaker. Well done. That one's based on a true story, by the way. Sagittarius, congratulations on scoring post-Halloween candy. You can finally put that countertop vacuum sealing machine to proper use. Once you've got your haul sealed up, it'll keep in your freezer for anywhere from six months, minimum, to a year safely. Sadly, you're going to need to go back for another trip out because you forgot to buy sealing bags. This week, make a shopping list for yourself for a change. Yeah, I mean, I think you can find those bags in the uh, fish aisle, right? (laughs) Capricorn, gotta hand it to you. Using your printer to make stacks of fake dollar bills for the kids was damn impressive. The first time you've used it in months, and it only cost you three hours of research, a $200 drawing table, $50 in printer ink, another 50 for paper, and how long to cut them out and bind them into stacks? Was it really worth it? Next time, add a tie pack for the parents to enjoy. I've actually been uh, kind of wondering to myself, how do, how, do you, how do you make that work? And the only way that I've been able to figure it out is... Get like a a good stack of them, carve out the center, and put like a food coloring plastic squeezy in there, but take the top off and then seal it back together again so that when when you give it to the kids, you can just go, okay, kids, do you know what this is? Cool. Show it to your parents and then do this with it and you know, have yourselves a great night. Got to teach them early. You could also, uh, like, apparently there's, uh, I saw a video on YouTube a while back, and it was people who were taking these discs of chalk that were used in the uh, gyms, weightlifting, uh, acrobatics, acrobatics and stuff like that. Okay. Instead of having a bag of dust or cake, little cakes, and you just squeeze it in your hand and it powderizes. Okay. Okay. And so uh, that became a thing on YouTube, and then they ended up doing uh, baking soda uh, and somehow forming them into pucks and doing the same thing with that. So one of the cool things is is that you have to get it wet and then re-dry it out while it's formed. So you could actually, instead, have more fun by making a solid block of baking soda that's been dyed already dry it out into the form. And then when they hit the pack, it goes poof. Like a, you know, like, the, like the Johnson and Johnson baby powder and their, their lawsuit that they're handling the class action lawsuit against them. It's gone poof. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least it wouldn't be a permanent stain and they'd be able to vacuum it up. So you wouldn't get good kids in the deep shit. Not too much deep shit. A little bit of deep shit. And the kids, they can, they can. Aquarius, time is of the essence. You need to get out of the house, get to the grocery store. You've run out of brown sugar, 
maple syrup, and thick-cut bacon. How the hell are you supposed to make bacon brittle if you Mm -hmm. do not have these ingredients? Life's too short to forget these things. Get going. Bacon brittle. Oh my god, I I, I gotta I gotta try making that some one of these days. <laughs> See, that's what people should be running out and getting when they hear that. Oh, there's a hurricane or or a massive tornado or, or or whatever's happening that's going to make it so that we might lose power over the next few days. Make a ton of bacon brittle. That way, you have something to barter with with your next door neighbors. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because if you just make regular bacon and the refrigeration gives out. You know, people are screwed. But bacon brittle? Dude, that shell stable for a bit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Especially if you get the bacon fully caramelized and coated. Because then whatever moisture's there is sealed behind the layer of sugar. Pisces! You smell that too. That's winter. That's getting closer and closer. It's closer than you want, and you didn't get ready for it yet, did you? Get your jacket and flannel ready for the season, and check your boots for leaks. You might need to replace them. You can't afford to lose another toe to frostbite. Get on that this week, and try to remember not to throw your back out. For the Pisces in the room. <laughs> I didn't throw it. It popped. It, yeah, still a bad mental image. It's less. Those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, uh, you, you just basically just got lucky. But if you'd like to ask for a nicer one, or even to suggest a naughtier one, or even a, an overall theme for the list. All you need to do to bribe me is just get in touch with me and ask, because I, I work cheap. Vanity works for me. I'll have these posted at the end of the week, and i get working on the next ones. Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, they'll all be there and ready for you, so don't sweat it too much. It's worth it. It's fun. We have a good time. And I've been doing these for a very long, what feels like a very long time now. And I'm having a good time of it. So, you know, there you go. So let's, 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 let's deal with the, uh, let's deal with the actual topic because like I said, it's going to be a fluff night as far as this stuff is concerned. Um, well, do you have the peanut butter? I got the fluffer nutter. I don't like peanut butter. So the answer is no. Well, if you don't like peanut butter, uh, how about the tahini paste? I don't think that that would work out well. But then oh, again, it, I it, don't I don't like fluff, so. Well, no, I meant um, as an alternative to uh, peanut butter. No, I got you. I've actually had tahini and jelly sandwich before. <laughs> I, I was at my um, significant others, and uh, they had tahini, essentially. Uh, uh, so for our, our wonderful friends out there, um, peanut butter is obviously made out of peanuts. Okay. Correct. Tahini is a paste made from sesame seeds. Correct. Okay. 
And uh, so it was, it was the same consistency as peanut butter. It just had a, it was just sesame flavor, and uh, it was actually really good. <laughs> but it was not what I was expecting because I didn't realize it wasn't peanut butter. Yep. And then you got Vegemite, which is uh, oh, whatever Vegemite. What, whatever is left over from making beer. Basically, uh, it, it's not exactly, but you, you get the idea. I love Vegemite, man. I, I love this stuff. It, what it reminds me of is, um, and I, I plan on actually incorporating it more into cooking than using it as a condiment, because it reminds me of like when you braise something in a pan and you've got the fond on the bottom of the pot. The dark, dark little bits that add so much flavor if you use it into a sauce recipe. And to me, the Vegemite tastes like a vegetable version. If you went down there with a spoon, scraped a little bit of off the bottom instead of deglazing it, and then putting that directly in your mouth. The flavor is like that. It's condensed. It's strong. It's potent. Um, a little smoky. And it was, when you thin it out with something, it's actually a really good accentuating flavor. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kato, hi, welcome down. Good to have you. So as far as, uh, as far as the topic tonight, uh, like I said, seriously, um, a, a fluff show does not happen very often. At least I would, if, if we did a really like soft ball show like this as often as I would like, because I get so overwhelmed with the news, I don't think we'd get a hell of a lot of anything really accomplished. So this is one of those nights where, yeah, man, we we just needed to chill the hell out. So what better opportunity than to go ahead and talk about, well, we're coming up on the night that Harry Houdini died. My first, the the, the first childhood idol? I guess that I had because I, I, there was a book that we had in the, in the library at my elementary school that was about Harry Houdini. And after the first time that I read it, I kept checking it out week after week, after week, after week. I was good about it though. You know, I kept bringing it back, made sure that uh, the librarians, okay. Yeah, sure. I'd like to check it back out again. Okay. You know, after several weeks, she basically said, look, um, maybe it'd be really nice if, you know, we, we left it for a, a couple of weeks, give other people a chance to read it, too. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Harry Houdini died Halloween night. I forgot what year it was now off the top of my head. Um, he he got he got sucker punched. And it ruptured his uh, appendix. And one of the escapes that he was going to do, uh, the water torture cell, he wasn't able to, he wasn't able to do it. And he, he basically drowned. Now, when I say sucker punched, he, he claimed that he, his, his stomach muscles were so strong that he could, he could handle any punch from anybody. And there's, and yeah. He wasn't wrong if you gave him time to prepare. There's a technique for that. Yep. There's, it's a it's very specific. You ask any magician, they'll tell you 
it takes time to prepare for that cannonball to the gut. Yeah. And unfortunately this was, this one, uh, college age, I think is what he was late college age. Um, went ahead and, and walloped him one in the stomach and Harry wasn't ready for it. And it ruptured his appendix and the water torture cell is the one where you get lowered, um, upside down into a tank that's maybe, you know, 18 inches uh, across, uh, you know, it's square, but you know, tall and the escape method requires, um, stomach, uh, strength and burst appendix kind of, you know, too much pain to work through and, he, he 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 died. And I mean, there there's actual uh, like the History Channel did a whole thing on Harry Houdini, and they were talking about how um, you know his his death was actually aggravated um, by other things as well. It wasn't just the punch that got him. Um, he did a prior performance. I don't know how many performances before that fatal one. But he had other ones where, um, in one of the performances, his leg got hit. And he, and what happened was, is he had actually fractured his ankle. Right. <sighs> and the doctors told him, you know, hey, you need to calm down. He didn't calm down. You know, there's, uh, there's just a lot of, if I can't do it, I can't, you know, I've got these commitments. I got to keep it, even if it kills me. Uh, and he did. Uh, killed him. Yep. Exactly. Um, and um, now, supposedly, the guy who punched uh, Harry uh, supposedly had a conversation about the punch. And you would ask him if he could really take any punch. And that's when Harry said, mind you, he's around all these young people. So either, I, I don't know what's going through the guy's head. He might have answered the question because he might have thought it was just a completely innocent question. But I'm also, but me personally, I'm paranoid. If somebody's asking me to do something that, you know, hey, can you really stop a sword with your, with your teeth? And I already pulled that one. I would say only on stage. <laughs> But he, because you never know if somebody's going to whip out a pocket knife. No, no, no. You're you're right. But yeah. I mean, the Harry had built himself up that way. That you know, he his his stomach muscles really were that good. He he was that good. But again, kind of had to be ready for it. And and it wasn't just it wasn't. one punch. It was he, he had multiple punches to his to his area where he uh, causes his appendix to rupture. Not that one, to the best of my recollection. Mm-hmm. So, there was a witness at the event, uh, and the witness said that the guy punched him multiple times. That one I need to... I don't... Re I don't... You know what? I don't recall that one. I will have to refresh my memory about all that. Damn. Well, I feel really bad about that. Okay. Backing up just a little bit from uh, before his death, then. Why is Harry important? Well, Harry was not just an escape artist. He was also someone who loved 
his mother. Harry, otherwise known as Eric Weiss, he loved his mom. And when she died, he was heartbroken. It, it hurt him so much. And he wanted to be able to talk with her again. And at this time in history, seances were all the rage. And he quickly discovered that these people were not talking for or with his mom, even though they claimed to be. And he went on a personal crusade, if you'll excuse the expression, and went into these seances and told the people that were there, who were paying good money, by the way, to be in these things, this is what's happening. This is what they've done. And showing these people off for the charlatans that they were live in front of the audience that paid money to be there with them. To the point where people knew, these people who were running seances knew that Harry was doing this in areas and they'd be on the lookout for him. And Harry would put on disguises so that they couldn't figure out who he was easily and kept tearing these folks down. He, he did effectively what the great James Randi did. I miss Randi. I miss Randi too, man. But Randi was good. Randi was, Randi was the type of person who would be, okay, this looks to be a very, a very interesting thing to have happen. How could it be done? How do we know that it could be done? Reminding you that um, once upon a time ago, you know, Randy was uh, an escape artist. He was a magician. <laughs> I th no, Well, no, wait a second. I'm trying to remember. Did he refer to himself as a magician or an illusionist? Um... Now, I could I'm I'm thinking illusionist. Yeah, it, I, I think so a, too. Uh the re the reason why is because Penn and Teller famously will say and 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 Penn will say we're not magicians. We don't bill ourselves as magicians. We are paid to lie to you. You pay us to lie to you. We are illusionists because we will make you see things that you don't see. Which, of course, right away is just like, <laughs> the hell are you talking about? It's true. The, uh, the, the art of misdirection and uh, uh, illusion is, wow, man, there, there's so much more that goes into it for designing yeah. a, a trick that people don't even realize. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was the name of that show? Uh Damn it. Um, bloody hell. It was... Um, what are you thinking of? It's, it's the movie where... Uh, oh, God. Which... Come on, feed me something here. I'm at dead air. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christian Bale plays a magician. I believe and, that's the one that and, was called the illusionist. And had uh, Tesla in it as well. 
I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, anyway, um, in the movie, they're trying to figure out how the new guy on the block are performing a particular magic stunt. And the stunt is of a little Asian man whose back is weary, he's bow-legged and everything else. And he does this whole thing of making a fish in a bowl disappear. And what's happening is the guy is actually beginning his stage performance the moment he stepped out of his carriage because he already had a bowl between his legs. And so what happened was, is when the magic happened on stage, it was a swap out between the bowl with the fish versus the bowl without the fish. And then the performance doesn't end until he actually leaves the theater, gets in the carriage, and nobody can see him anymore. And uh, Kato's uh, feeding this one. Uh, sure wasn't called the Prestige. That's what Kato's suggesting, the Prestige. And um, oh, Cool, thanks, Kato. Yeah. Uh, Although that, I didn't see it, but but you got it first, so credit to you. Yeah, there 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 was one called the Illusionist, and I can't I can't for the life of me remember what. Uh, yeah. the, it was definitely anyway. the Prestige. It, it had uh, if you haven't seen it, I actually recommend watching this thing to get a better under uh, idea of how easy it is to trick the human mind with ingenuity, engineering, and literally sleight of hand. Um, there, I, I remember the first time somebody showed how the psychic surgery stuff worked, and it was literally just sleight of hand stuff. Yep. With um, them carrying hidden fake organs and stuff from like cows and pigs and shit, and I'm like, well, not cows obviously, but pigs and such. And I'm just like, that is so dishonest. Mm hmm. That is so, so dishonest that anybody claiming to be a psychic surgeon, you know, yeah, you're in a mental institution at this point because you're either a fraud or you're fudged up in the head. And if you're a fraud, well, that'll become pretty apparent once the drugs kick in. Yeah. Yeah, there there have been there have been a number so we, of a number yeah. of groups doing that kind of thing, and and again another one of those things where um, Randy uh, went ahead and displayed how it's done, explained it, debunked it, uh, you know, took took groups on, and and you know, it's as a as a piece of of um, if everybody knows it's fake, but you want to show off how well you can fake it. I'm all on board for that kind of thing. You know, that, that kind of performance art, I'm perfectly on board with that. So long as everybody understands that it's fake. But, you know, it, it sadly, it's one of those things where if you do it well enough, you know, you can, you can make people believe whatever the hell it is that they want to believe. Mm hmm. And, you know, that's, that's part of it. And don't forget, you also have uh, other factors in that, too, where you have uh, the sunk costs fallacy. Oh, God, yeah. You've got um, the, the gambler's dilemma or whatever the heck it's called. You got people who are, and, and I know this one from experience, partially, people who are 
desperate for any, literally any kind of relief. Um, people who are going through mid to late stage cancer who want to hold on to any possibility, because if we've got nothing to lose, let's just go for it. Let's go for everything that we can. And that's the moment that you end up getting preyed on by these people. And that's just disgusting. Doesn't even begin to cover it. And I think tech and I can both agree on that one. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, we, we, we could start, you and I could start a church and fleece them big time. I have, I, I bet you that I could even, uh, increase the, the tithing from 10% to a whole 25% from at least 25% of the congregation. I've, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I've considered it a couple of times. I really have, but I've considered it in an honest way, which was for, um, all don't, all tithes must be attributed to a person and everyone gets their tithe back minus, let's say, you know, 5% as a as a, uh, an entrance fee, which would be, which would be known for, but that people end up getting their stuff back or services or stuff gets sent to them, groceries, um, lawn mowing, things that, you know, you know what people have been putting in for this. Let's get their money back to them. Sometimes it's just their money. Sometimes it's some extra services. Sometimes we, we pool a little bit better to do something community related, but I would never, I would never do something like that with the dishonest practice of, I want money. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's the, the difference between that stuff. Yeah, that's the difference between no, us no, and uh, so many others. Yeah, honestly, if I had to start one up where I, where I was actually starting something up because I, I actually gave a damn. Now it doesn't mean I don't give a damn about humanity. I just don't care about religion. I don't give a damn about it. Um, or wait, no, that's the wrong phrase. I actually despise it. What I mean is, is I don't want to. I don't give a damn about churches. Okay. Okay. Even when I was a believer, right? I never felt that a church was a good place. Because if you've got a being that's all knowing, all loving, all caring, why the hell do you need to, especially one that can hear you like at any hour of the day? Why the hell do you need to congregate in a building with a bunch of other people that you don't know, don't interact with? Maybe some of them are real assholes. But why do I need to go through like a third party? Huh? Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, so I'll, that, that, that was something that I always bugged me as a religious believer was, why the fuck do I have to go through a third party? 
Why do I have to talk to them? I read the damn book. I know what the hell's going on. This, I, I don't, I don't need that person there interpreting it for me. I, 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 it wasn't a brain, but damn, you know, the, the, the comprehension was, I, I was lucky in that respect. But, what, uh, what I was going mean, to, if I was going to start, if I was going to start someplace, okay, this is where I got off track. If I was going to start someplace, I would take the same approach as in the book, Stranger in a Strange Land, with the character Michael Valentine Smith, who basically started a church where he put his own money in the bowl. Lots of money. And the bowl was passed around. And if you needed money, you took it. And if you had money to give, and you were willing to give, because there was no requirement, then you gave. And it was expected if you needed it, you would take it. Whatever is left over would go into the bowl passing around the next time. You know? And, you know, granted, it's just a story, but part of the thing that the story said was, you know, well, then you must have a lot, be losing money hand over fist. And essentially he said, no, no, uh, actually, we've got a, a very high influx of income following all the correct, you know, uh, tax free paperwork and all that other stuff. You know, stuff churches are supposed to still be doing. And many of them, like, don't when the insur uh, IRS goes after them. They say, come on after us, we're a church. And then the IRS back. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. By the way, yeah. uh, two items. One, what I was going to add, by the way, for you, was all these people getting together once, twice a week, weekend, whatever the hell it is, who intentionally dress up in their nicest clothing that they take back off again after they get home and put on just the regular duds again. And why? Anyway. And, yeah, um, no, Seeker. I in, agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you saw it. Seeker put it over here. Cut no wood, hew no stone in thy name. In other words, don't build a damn church to worship me. Well put. Yeah. The, um, if anybody who's read the books knows that the realm is around us. That's the earth. The body's the temple. You don't need to go into a building because you are literally talking God, supposedly talking to God through yourself. Of course, then they later on go tell you that you have to, you know, confess all your spins to this other person so you can decide your. I was like, no, what? How? No, if God says I did wrong, wouldn't God tell me? It's like, who is this? Guy in a suit, you know. Bless me, Father. The you say. Hat. Bless me, Father. You say that I've sinned. I've never confessed anything because I don't believe in it. But uh, you know, we can we can start off with this. I've got a tattoo, so uh, yeah, screw you. <laughs> I masturbated three times today. Does that count? In an hour? Only, only three? Oh, in an hour? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, I want a medal for that. Thank you. Huh? Well, I mean, it's, you know, no, not November's coming up. I mean, I get, might as well get it done oh, now. Oh God, yeah, we no, got to rack no. up. We we got to rack up a surplus. Yeah, and then, and then and then we got December. That's actually not healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's 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 a whole other thing. And, and originally, <laughs> it really, guys, look, it's funny to say no, not November. Okay, the concept is hilarious to me, but it's actually really unhealthy. Okay, 
don't do that to yourselves, please. Moving along. So the the thing that I actually wanted to talk a little bit more about is, you know, Halloween itself. The trappings of Halloween that we've got now have, have very much changed into being just a put on something cool, go walk around, look, you know, put on a costume just because, and, you know, go around, get to... Get some, get some sweets, you know, cause, just, just because, and there are areas where you can get away with doing that. And I know, I know you're, you're the, in this current day and age, I hate that expression, by the way. Yes, you should technically only be going to the houses of the families that you know, and you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to be able to do that in a lot of, in a lot of respects, because sometimes you're several blocks apart. And if you're not living in an urban and very, uh, area, you know, a couple of blocks away, you know, out, out where I live, a couple of blocks away could be, you know, almost half a mile. So it's not quite the same thing. You might also live in an area where, you know, you don't have the benefit of a lot of good lighting. Or know a lot of people really nearby. There is, you know, there is the, the small problem of living in a, a tight-knit area. You don't necessarily know all of your neighbors. But generally speaking, and again, I know full well, I'm painting with a very wide brush again. But generally speaking... Prepackaged sweets, generally speaking, there's almost never an issue. Literally, there is almost never an issue. Um, all the times when the thing comes up about, you know, uh, hospitals have special x-rays or, 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 you know, magnetometers to check for any kind of stuff in candy – it's just a money sink for them because like literally nobody nobody does stuff like that. Have there been things in the past where things have gone wrong? Yeah, of course there has been. But then again, you might remember everything has tamper resistant and uh, tamper indications on uh, food and consumables these days. But in Chicago in the early 80s, it was a grand top, grand whopping total of seven people that had a problem with Tylenol in Chicago. Not the Chicago area, in Chicago. And in Chicago? It's not Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, so, you know, it due diligence just to be on the safe side, sure. But beyond that, you know, most of the time, it's just fun. So, in my neighborhood, there was a lady who made candied apples every year for Halloween. Oh man, you know we you can't you can't what give she out used to the to do, strangers anymore. Hold on, what she used to do mm -hmm. because you know big neighborhood is in with the candied apple. She put it in another bag after she wrapped it up. Of course, there would be a, a sheet of paper in there, you know, from a small notebook. 
And uh, eventually she got a printer and started printing them out one year. And it was a lot easier. To... But there was a note saying what address she lived at. You know, that she made the candy. Here's who made you the candy apple in this bag. Sure. Here's her, what was her name, address, and phone number. <clears throat> this is pre-cell phone, of course. Of course. And um, she even put down where she got her apples from and which grocery store she got the ingredients to candy the said apples from and where she procured the sticks that went to the apples from. Nice. Kind of like an ingredients list. of. Yeah, which this is, is more of a, this, this is more of um, what they call it. Uh, documentation on origin. Yeah. The, the paper trail yeah. for everything. And yeah. man, that is, that is the most responsible thing to do. Oh yeah, and then of course our our fire department. You know, you could come down when your bag was full, and they would run it through the metal scanner for it. We never, ever had drugs in our our candy, or razor blades, or safety pins, or anything like that. Um. And it was just the one lady was the only one who made anything uh, homemade. One year, she even apologized that she couldn't make candied apples, so she made popcorn balls. <laughs> homemade popcorn balls. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> with a chocolatey center, interestingly enough. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, again, she still put the everything, you know, where it came from. So everybody knew her as a lady that made, you know, the candied apples until she didn't. <laughs> as a kid, I had no idea why. No, that's it's totally fair. Um, but now that we brought that up, I want to hit on the truly annoying part that has happened. For, oh, the claims that people are putting drugs in the candy? No. Nope. It was like, have you seen the price of drugs? Nope. Even even inflations hit those. There is not a drug head anywhere out there going, you know, I should put the meth in with the uh, candied apple. It's like, no. First off, you put the MDMA in the candied apple, not the meth. Yeah, and... and, and <laughs> we here at Grab the Podcast do not need towards putting drugs in, in candied apples. No. Um, no, the... The item in particular that is like serious piss me off kind of things and, and has for years because this is something that's been going on for years. You reprobate sons of bitches that have decided that in and amongst all of the miniature quote-unquote, fun-size candy, you decide... You Go ahead. You decide you're going to slip in between it all where the kids can't see it because you reach all the way in to drop it in there. The little chick tracks. I'm going to get away with saying it right now. You folks that have done that and continue to do that and have every intention of continuing to do it in the future. Fuck all. Yeah. 
all the way down. Sadly, um, you can still buy these things. Oh, you'll be able to buy them for, for, for years to come yet. Yeah. And I mean, there, there is no, so I don't have a lot of boundaries that I'm not willing to cross over. Mm. You know, as we've seen on this show that I've taken shots at a few things made jokes where other people might have gone, eh, it's kind of inappropriate, don't you think? No. Whatever. But it, here's just something to chew on a little bit. Some of the chick tracks actually, uh, you know, go after the adopted. You know? And saying, oh, well, you know, if you want true acceptance, you got to get adopted by God. It's like, you asshole. You know? Or um, the one that goes, you know, that lets you ask if you're Roman, are Roman Catholics truly Christian? How about you just worry about yourself instead of everybody else? You know, it's disgusting stuff. And yeah, they also make them that go after Halloween and all the other crap too. And Dungeons and Dragons and uh, people who believe in evolution and uh atheists and yeah and and claiming that the the catholics especially the roman catholics they don't talk about the eastern orthodox funny enough i I wonder why that one is but uh, the catholics are the whore religion of christianity I forget exactly what the wording is, but it's something along those lines where they're not true Christians. It's like, dude, um, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, but you know what? You're already a, you're already a a self-proclaimed Christian who thinks that they know what uh, Christianity is. So, uh, apart from the course, I guess then, because you don't know. I just, <sighs> These things should be fucking illegal. What, the chick tracks? Yeah. I <sighs> I was just reading through a list of just titles of these things. Oh, go ahead. Give give us a couple. Uh Party Girl. Um Where was the one? Uh Love the Jewish People. Which doesn't sound ominous at first until you but start then it reading starts it, talking yeah. about yeah until you until you start reading it it tur- it turns it toxic um, the uh, all uh, there's one that's all about you and it's like well you know technically yes it is all about us um, oh we know for well there's at least one all about the whole Dungeons Dragons thing and it's uh, demons coming at you because of um, math and dice and... I mean, there's one in here on global warming it's like, really? That's a new one. It's like, dude, you're not an expert on global warming. You're, uh, You're just an ass who likes to scare people. Well, see, there, there's another piece of that. Um, no, because uh, he's dead. 
That's the only good thing I can say about him. The guy, Jack Chick, he's dead. He's been dead. Literally. Literally, like, um, medically stable. Room temperature. He is no more. He is an ex-chick. But uh, he had apparently made a whole bunch of those little chick tracks so that after he died, there would still be many, many more that would be able to come out that would be new. I'll tell you, know, you the, try to keep the most relevant. disgusting one I've seen so far is the one called Faithful. And it's um, apparently uh, some uh, the uh, um, get rid of a, a, a unfaithful man. Right. And um, it says uh, the, the part that really pisses me off is the hardest thing to do is forgive someone who abuses us. And yet that's what Jesus did. As an example, he paid the ultimate price and he died. It's like, oh, so what you're saying is we should forgive abusers, even if they kill us. I was like, no, if somebody's getting abused, you get them away from their abuser. You don't forgive the person who's been abusing you. But it's built into it. Yeah, it's It's just... Because when I mean, people learn... You know Here, anybody who wants to read this piece of garbage, there's the damn link. I'll make sure that's in the show notes for folks. And so that people understand, we are giving this link for research purposes. We don't want any money. We don't want you to give any money. We want you to be knowledgeable about the product. So, you know, there's that. It it just it just drives me up a wall. It really does. Because Halloween, as it has become, is kids' night out, man. You know, it's it's chance for kids to, you know, dress up, use their imagination, have a little bit of fun. Imagine for a you know, a couple of hours at night, you know, I'm Spider-Man, y'all. Okay, maybe that one was just me. But, you know, I was living in a time where, you know, you had the, the silly string web shooters that you could use and, and they're now coming back. But, I mean, I can't go out and do that now. I mean, I, I very much look like the overweight Peter B. Parker and, and nobody needs to see that. Plus, Peter didn't have a Van Dyke. Yes, mm. I sport a Van Dyke. It is not a goatee. Correct. God, do we have to go through this again? A goatee. The top touches. Van Dyke touches the top and bottom. Yeah. A goatee would be a separate mustache and a separate beard chin. I have a Van Dyke because it's all just. It's all one collection. I also try to give myself the Starfleet. Uh, uh, buzz cut on the on the uh, on the sideburns. I can never quite get it right, but you know what? I keep trying. There is actually a way of doing it. There is actually an agreed upon method that Franz Joseph had done back in the sixties for the show, and I I actually do try to get pretty close to that. I never really never really do it, but you know I, I keep trying. 
you know, all the, uh, all the stuff as far as to, uh, costumes over the years. Wow. What a, what a difference it's been. The, the old ones that we used to have back in the seventies and, and tech, I know for well you remember these were the Bob. Oh God. What the hell was it? Bob. I had it in the horrible scopes last week. Anyway, they were the really crappy cheap. They came, they came in a square box with a, with a cellophane window. So you could see the mask and it was a piece of crap mask. It, it just looked horrible. The eye sockets that were cut out ended up like pushing into and around your eye. It had this. Well, that's because you, you didn't do what the rest of us did that we knew better to do. And that was to cut a bigger eye hole. Yeah. Never, never thought to do that. Yeah. My, my mom was big on that before that even became a recommendation that you would see on the news or here on the radio. Yeah. Um, so she, she'd cut it out. And, you know, wow, I could see while my friends and neighbors were running into shit. Yep. And, um, Alanatron. I hope I got it right. Forgive me if I mispronounced it. Yes, we record almost every Sunday morning. So long as so long as I'm still up for it, because every once in a while something has happened, but I do try to keep us every week. Uh, Sunday morning, 12.05 a.m. Eastern Time, North America. Because, because the way that things work and, you know, every once in a while, daylight savings and whatever the hell, the, the time shifts via UTC, but the show records 12.05 a.m. Now, uh, j- just because there's some people that are going to kind of wonder about it, um, there's a reason why the show records at 12.05 instead of starting at 12, 12.05 a.m. With, with radio networks, you will hear that if you ever listen to, uh, especially, you know, talk radio, a.m., you will hear that, uh, you know, you're coming up onto the top of the hour. It's, we're, we're coming up on, we're coming up on 12 o'clock here on, uh, uh, WCVF 99.3 FM, your, your home for college radio. We've now got our station ID out of the way. Let's cut over to the network news for the next three minutes. And, you know, the network news feed would come in and, you know, for, for the next three, four minutes, it comes in an extra 30 seconds of local quick wrap up and then boom, you're into whatever your show is. We do 1205 because I wanted the show to be recording directly opposite coast to coast AM with Art Bell. <laughs> that is literally the reason why I decided that we would start recording at five after the hour you know, five after midnight Eastern seaboard time. That's the whole reason why I did it. And when I told Sam Mulvey from Ask an Atheist, he died laughing because he, he, he absolutely adored that knowing full well 
you know, uh, what what kind of crap uh, Art Bell used to do. You know, when he was alive. He, he's he's not so much alive anymore. He's not very active anymore. I he, don't is, he is also shelf stable. <laughs> that's 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 the way to put that. So anyway, yeah, the uh, the the costumes that we had back in the day, man, they they were they were ponchos of plastic with uh, with you know print already painted into them for uh, whatever whatever the uh, whatever the character was. So uh, you know, uh, let's see what was what was popular. Uh, Spider Man always popular with me. Uh, Batman, of course. Uh, non-superhero that I remember that was like super famous Evil Knievel you remember ever seeing anybody with the with the whole Evil Knievel thing yes I love that I love that um, when I was a kid it was cute and when I was a, a teenager they usually tried to do something stupid yeah we also had uh, one guy show up as Super Dave <laughs> I gotta say, you know, Evil Knievel's cool, and Super Dave was inspired by him. Yep. I really liked Super Dave. Super, yeah. I don't know yeah. what he's doing these days, but the the concept of what Super Dave was doing, just I, I love it. Yeah, I love now, it. I don't know about the person very much, uh, but the show was fucking hilarious. Oh, sorry. Ab- absolutely, and um. Allie is saying, uh, when I was like four, I was Sonic. See, exactly, man. You, you do what is the hell? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. We got, we got another visitor. Alan, uh, Alina Tron. Yeah. Alina Tron. At least I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's how it's pronounced. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, there, there were a lot of them. But again, the, the costumes, the vast majority. Of costumes that were out there were like really cheap, really were. You wanted to have oh, something that looked good. You really needed to make it yourself, and there wasn't a hell of a lot of information on how to do that. Kato says that there's a super soaker web shooter. Sounds like yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The super soaker stuff isn't what I remember it to be. I mean, I had the original uh, super soaker one hundred. 200 and 400 or was it 800 doesn't matter doesn't matter um but i had i had the first uh three models um of the original stuff and the tanks that held the compression and everything these things were like real thick heavy duty the washer was like the same kind of big big old washer you saw on the end of your hose oh yeah I mean, these things, yeah, it, it was really... They were built. It, it was something. Um, you know, when they ran out of water, you could just hold it by the barrel and beat the crap out of your friends with it. <laughs> and it would we, still work. We here at Holy Crap the Vlogcast do not recommend pelting someone with a toy. Yeah. Especially but the now, old toys from the 70s and 80s, yeah, you know, that were designed yeah, those will, not to break. Those will kill you. But the... Uh, yeah, the stuff in the store just seems flimsy and frail. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, although there is this one electronic uh, squirt gun that is something to be feared. If I find the link, I'll put it in the chat so we can add it to the show. But you you stick the barrel of this in your water source and you hit the reload button 
and the motor is and you can actually see the water piping in pretty well. Then what it does is using its whatever proprietary system it is, when you fire a shot, it creates a huge high pressure uh, amount, a uh, high pressure in a small area, loads about a small amount of water in front of it, and <laughs> shoots it out, and it comes out a water bullet. And the thing to remember about water is water doesn't compress. So it's carrying all that momentum it got You're gonna when feel it exits that barrel. You're yeah. going to feel that. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, and it was shooting at large distances. And you get shot with one of those. And, like, you know, half your shirt soaked. Because it's not shooting small, tiny things. It's, it's shooting like a snowball's worth of water out at you. And it, and it has a decent rate. Uh, for a, a, a squirt gun rifle, uh, I think the the pattern was thunk, 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 thunk. So, so almost, you know, uh, is that one a second, maybe? One hurt. I don't know. I got, yeah. It, it was fast enough that one of them will catch you. The, f- the favorite one that I had bought, and they don't make it anymore. It was the one that had a backpack that was your water reservoir. Oh, I remember that one. It had a backpack. It had a tube that came up yeah. up, up into the grip. But you also still had a, a tank on the top of the stupid thing also. What was most fearsome about this thing wasn't that it held like two gallons on your back. So that you didn't have to worry. You had two gallons plus another liter up on top of the thing. I know I'm mixing, I'm mixing the, the, the stuff. Leave me alone for a second. But it also came with a quick fill. You screwed it onto the end of the hose. You turned on the hose and it, it sat in this little tripod with a, with a, with a hole, uh, uh, with, with a tube right in the middle. If you ran out, you took your gun, you took a super soaker, official super soaker. You took the tip of the barrel, you mated it into in, in into the, the, the reloader, and the water pressure would refill the prime the, the, the primary tank on the gun itself in like three seconds. You got that filled, you pulled it out, and you just kept going. Because really, if you're gonna if you're gonna run out of run out of all the water that you got on your back, I mean, really, who's gonna care at that point? The worst part about super soakers, though, is that you refilled them with the water from the hose, which meant it was minus goddamn three hundred and twenty five degrees. <laughs> Kelvin, I know that I've just pissed off a whole bunch of people for a lot of different reasons. That's completely intentional. But it was just in the middle of summer, you get hit with that. You get hit in the back with that. And all of a sudden, it's just. If if you were a jerk like me. Oh, I'd never do that. That'd be wrong. I would partially fill 
squirt guns or when reservoir tanks came around, reservoir tanks, with water and freeze it. That way, when I put the water in there from the water hose, sloshed it around, it got nice and Yeah, but that's because you're an asshole. Well, yeah, I just said that. <laughs> it was always fun to run out in the summer with a snowball and pelt some kid. Don't do stuff like that, dude. We here at Holy Crap the Vodcast do not recommend freezing. Um, well, I mean, don't don't throw ice at people. Just don't don't do that. No, no, no. I wasn't throwing ice. I was throwing a snowball. No, if it had been what in I, the what freezer I, for a very long time, that was now ice. Um. So it was the snow from up north. It was in the freezer, and believe it or not, when I crushed one in my hand, while it was uh, crystallized more, like ice, like you're saying, its structural integrity was less. All right, all right. So I was less likely to do harm in the summer than I was in the winter. And it may just be because of the snow that those few years that I actually did that. Because... As we all know, there's actually different kinds of snow. Down here, they they don't know that. They there's there's brown stuff, and then there's ice. But yeah, yeah, there's that. Stephanie's also getting on my case, including there's no such thing as minus any degrees Kelvin as measures from absolute zero. Yeah, okay, that we know so, of unless our no, math is wrong. No, no, <laughs> no. So yes. Let's start off with you can't have a negative Kelvin because there is no such thing. Because zero Kelvin is absolute zero. There is no anything. And let's also add there are no degrees Kelvin because it's an absolute scale. So anybody that has gone ahead and and had the whole nails on the blackboard thing when I said negative 200. Yeah, that's why. And it was intentional. I know what I was doing. There was a episode of one of those PBS uh, science uh, things. And the host was talking about that we may have to rethink zero degree Kelvin because they found um, something, a particle or something. I don't know what it was. Oh, God. Uh, It's too late at night for this crap. And what it was is when they took it down to a temperature where it was supposed to not have any motion because that's what heat is. It's the the motion of uh, the the vibration of the particles and such. Um, this thing actually still had a motion. Um, uh, they're uh, they're called it a time phase or something. Tech. Yeah. You um. You're using Just big words. No, you're you're using degrees. Kelvin. Don't do that. It's just Kelvin. Yeah, fine. Yes, yes, I am. Because when I go zooming around on YouTube and I get recommendations for these science channels and somebody goes ahead and says, we're going to talk about how much heat there would be on the outside edge of a black hole singularity. Okay, first off, you're killing me over here. The temperatures of 13 and a half degrees Kelvin. You. F- you you want to say black hole singularity? 
And then you want to say degrees Kelvin and you want to bill yourself as a science channel. You can suck my nards, okay? Sure. I don't have to dress up as Neil deGrasse Tyson or Dr. Sagan to know that you screwed it up. I don't even need to be dressed up to look like Beekman, for Christ's sake. Although, I would love to be able to, you know, look like Beekman from Beekman's world, because, well, um, that would mean that I would have to be thin again, and I would really like for that to be the case. It's not the case right now, though. I liked Beekman. Be- I loved Beekman. Yeah. I, I loved Beekman. Uh, uh, the rat was great, too. Rizzo. Mark Mark Ritz, he hey he even, he even he helped. He tore he tore a uh, phone book in half. Showed how to do it and everything. Mm. And then Beekman did the science behind it. Yeah, unfortunately he died, but um, he sadness. He he actually was a puppeteer before they did the show, and <laughs> and he was just how like, would you like to become a puppet. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's that's yeah. almost basically how it came down. It's just like I'm not doing anything else, so sure. What what do you got? You got a paycheck? Okay, I'm there. What do you need? Oh God. They were okay. So let's let's we've 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 got about twenty uh, a little over twenty minutes. What were some of the uh, some of the characters from our past? that could have been Halloween costumes, but we're really glad weren't. I'll give you an example. There are many people who are not old enough to know this one, and congratulations on being young. Slim Goodbody. Was that, was that a groan of, oh shit, I remember that. Is that what that was, Tech? It it was awkward. <laughs> I've been known to be I'm just I'm just saying I've been known was, to be evil. I've been known to be evil. It was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um there was definitely some stuff on TV that you wonder how the hell that got on there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I don't think I'd have my son watching that one as a kid, not because it's inappropriate for a kid to know those things, but, or no, no buts. It's not inappropriate for kids to know those things. What kind of bothered me was the presentation. It was unique. Oh God. Yes. It was freaking unique as hell. And it caught your attention and there was nothing that was actually wrong with it right it was just most people don't really want to see what people would look like if their skin was torn off and you could see all the musculature underneath it i mean the, the it wasn't the sh- educationally speaking it was fine presentation style as a kid it creeped me out that's fair that's fair and a lot of kids weren't creeped out. I ha- it's kind of like you know, like I don't have a problem with clowns. I think clowns are either 
hilarious or when they're made up to be scary more what whatever level is above hilarious in terms of <laughs> funny because like uh my favorite clown in the horror films is currently art the clown pennywise step to the side art the clown is his full name art the clown <laughs> yes um it's um uh, terrifier is the name of the movie came out in 2016 um people link it back to all hollows eve from 2013 and terrifier is actually getting a sequel there's um there's a sequel coming out to it and um It, it, uh, the, the sequel's actually out in theater, if I remember correctly. And uh, yes, because it made the it made the news. People were actually fainting in the se- uh, by watching the sequel, as well as using those kinds of specialty bags you get on when you go on flights. Ooh! And it was actually ever uh, that the uh, company was advertised uh, was supposedly reaching out to movie theaters telling them to keep more of these kinds of bags on hands and that they should consider handing out one with every ticket purchased. That's high praise. Yeah. So art, the clown is a creepy sucker. Um, and, uh, in the first movie, he essentially goes around killing anybody that makes of them. Well, I mean, as you do, as you do, and, um, but one of the girls was actually nice to him. So now she, he's infatuated with her and see the thing about art. The clown is, is what makes art. The clown so terrifying. It's not some kind of, uh, magic mysticism. It's because art was uses, uh, means of murder torture that humanity ourselves have created. Like for example, the splitting the human in the half, not the magic trick, but the part where they actually kill you with a saw. And they cut you in half. The technique that was came up for that was where you would be hung upside down if you were the one being cut in half, because that allowed the blood to continue to drain into the skull, keeping the brain alive for the maximum amount of pain and suffering. These, we're talking humanity here. Humanity is disgusting in terms of how many different ways we've come up with to kill each other, as well as what level of pain we want to make it happen at. You know, so. Um, in uh, Terrifier, it's graphic. I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to traumatize a little kid for life, have them watch this movie. Please don't do that to the kid. Okay. Um, this is for adults and, um, or wait, no, I just did that. Sorry. Um, but the point is, is that you're right. It's a high praise that people are actually fainting, getting s- scared, passing out, things like that. Um, because it tells you something was done right in terms of a horror movie. Probably. Now, we know for well that, you know, this is, again, time of the season for, you know, the scoop, the spooky stuff to be happening. And I'm not a horror movie kind of guy. I'm really not. There are some notable exceptions. 
However, there's the poster for Terrifier, and yes, they 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 made art look. Uh, art actually wears that uh, makeup and everything else. That looks like um, that looks like on the level of something that they would have done back in the original Star Trek series levels of stuff. Just just from the look of it. But you know, uh, uh, okay. So uh, the spooky stuff right now. As far as horror is concerned, like I said, I don't do horror. So have I seen Jaws? Uh, it, it, it was on. It was on HBO back in the day. So you know, I've seen it. I don't think that that quite qualifies as horror. Thriller, sure. But um, have I seen Poltergeist? Yeah, did again. It was on HBO in the day, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I very much adore Ash. Ash and the Evil Dead. Because, yes. Held to the king. It is. It is. For anybody that has not seen the series Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I cannot <laughs> guesstimate how many 55 gallon drums of fake blood they have used. God. They, they you know, every time they do something with them, it, 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 they go through a lot of supplies. Yeah. Now, what, what I love, what I absolutely love is that it is so much fake blood. It doesn't matter what the consistency is. It doesn't matter if it looks like it's really blood. It it really doesn't, but I mean it it's it's they use so much that you know full well it's just absolutely fake. There's no way around that one. It's on it's on the level of um uh of uh what it, which which Dracula movie was it with uh with um Mel Brooks? Uh, I, I forgot which one it was. Uh, Dead and Loving It? Um, I forget which one it was off the top of my head. But they're going to go ahead and they're going to try to kill a vampire by driving a, stick, uh, a stake through its heart. And the, the poor schmuck has got to do it. And he's just like, okay, here we go. And he does it. And there is just... Oh, yes. yes yeah. It, it was Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah. A, 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 com- a complete <laughs> shower Kurosawa oh, levels blood. of fake blood. Oh god, that was it, I when I first saw that, I started laughing my ass well, off. Yes. I was like, dude, that's her freaking stomach, that's, right? That's that's exactly right. And, three and three three times. Three times. Had to do it now. three times, and it was really funny. It was after all this blood. Like, I, I believe it was Mel Mel Brooks's character goes, she just ate. <laughs> now what what what? I love about Ash vs. the Evil Dead is there is just so much. There is so much of this fake blood that's just all over these characters and the blood has finally stopped spewing all over the place and the scene uh, the characters turn for a cut and around their eyes and their mouths and their noses and a good portion of their face there's no blood on them. There's none of this fake blood on him. And another scene, uh, an, you know, one more scene cut later when they are leaving the room or leaving the building where this had just happened at. 
there's like no blood on him whatsoever. I mean, it's so absolutely blatant. It's just like, I can't take this serious. And I can, I can deal with that kind of, I can deal with that kind of level of horror because it, the, the camp is just so over the top. Oh, and, um, spoilers, Ash's dad, um, cost a lot of money. I'm just going to go with that. Ash's dad cost a lot of money. And anybody that has seen it knows what I'm talking about. Those of you that don't, you, you trust me, you can ask and I'll explain it, but I'm, I'm not just going to volunteer that information for you. Um, Felix is reminding uh, the SNL Julia Child skit. I don't think that I've seen that. But um, I'm, I'm sure that we will be able to track that down and add it to the notes because, I mean, if it's anything like... Uh, what I, what I think it might be, that's that's definitely going to be worth it. Uh, Cato had said, uh, immortalized Beekman's likeness into a puppet epic. That would be really okay, cool. Okay, sure. That would be really cool. Um, best of my knowledge, uh, Paul Zaloom is still out there and performing as Beekman every once in a while, if I remember correctly. I'll have to you know what? I will see if I can track him down and I will see if he might be interested in joining us some night. I got nothing to lose. So, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Talk to my agent. And the agent's just going to go, uh, no. It'll, it'll, it'll be what it'll be. But, um, these days, what's available for kids to have bought for them is amazing. What adults can get is amazing. And what people have been able to build for themselves is amazing. I'm very specifically thinking of the guys who have done uh, the, the ones who have built for themselves especially the guys from the various Ghostbusters franchises around the countries, the guys who oh, doing the, uh, uh, the 501st, uh, Legion for the star Wars stormtrooper out of this world. Uh, by the way, speaking of Ghostbusters real quick on a side tangent. Yeah. For those of you who have, some of those psycho stick videos before and thought that's, that's kind of funny. Uh, they did a Ghostbusters metal cover. Yes, they did. Sepultura style. And as a fan of Sepultura, uh, now rock wise, great job. Video was a little slow for the, there was, there were some moments where it was like, why'd you do that? Could have twisted it, made it funnier by doing it the other way. But I wasn't in creative control making their video, and I haven't even tried to make one like as complex as some of the stuff they make. So uh, I'm just going to shut up about that. I still think it was funny. It was a good video. I think they did a good job. Um, I'm, I look forward to the next thing that they create. It should be interesting if they do, uh, do something with uh, Thanksgiving in a short period of time. 
And our Christmas stuff is hilarious. Ditto Twisted Sister, but that's a that's another thing for later. Um, or if or if if you're a fan of uh, Rammstein, uh, watch their Autonom Bomb video. I have to see about that one later. Yeah, just dude, just go through the psycho stick list. Yeah. Okay, so um, really quickly, like uh, to to finish this thought though, uh, the people who've been able to make outfits for themselves what's available these days to do absolutely blows my mind we're not even going to get into the whole um fursuit mascot type stuff because what some of these people have been able to do i mean for those of you that for whatever reason have missed it or, or forgot about it yes i'm a furry i'm a brony i've been to conventions like crazy i did a fursuit of a tribble for a couple of years, two specifically, don't ask. Uh, it, it was not pretty. But what some of these guys had been able to do, there was one guy built his own suit. And it was a, I forgot what species of bat it was, but the guy was an older gent in his, uh, in his mid sixties at the time used his knowledge of high v- high volume ac and electronics to wire up his his wings with acrylic bones that lit up so that his arms would come up the the wings would be down there reminding you that bat wings are basically just you know skin and he had it so that it would light up those uh those bones that were you know in 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 lucite so they they would glow and he had it set up so that they would glow in various different colors because LEDs simple to do and it's like holy shit this is great and i got to talking to him and it's like yeah i built it myself i i used all the knowledge that i had from all these years of hvac and and electronics and soldering and and LEDs and, and powering everything up, and here I am. It's like, holy shit! It was great. And the guys now that are building stuff for you know proton packs, all the stuff has got electronics in it. All they need to do is just get a couple of things together, get an Arduino board. Uh, people building their own tricorders with touch screens on them that have got like. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, they've got sensors on them and everything. It, I, I love it. I love being able to see that people are just taking what otherwise used to be a completely, um, I was, I was going to say mythological. That's not the word that I'm looking for. Uh, superstitious holiday and just turn it into a, we're just going to celebrate imagination day, man. I love it. I love it. Um, we're coming. We're coming up on top of the hour. So, uh, how, you know what? I'll leave it over to you to to go ahead and finish off with any any area on the whole thing that you want that you want to finish off on. Because I mean, I know I've I know that we've we've swerved all over the place, back and forth, inside topic, outside topic. But you know what? Screw that's kind of the way that things work with the show. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, and on the bright side, or the not so bright side, you don't have anybody to to buffer beforehand now. Now that I went ahead and said, yeah, we we got to see about rap. Yeah, um, honestly, there's not a whole lot. Um, you know, you you talked about what was important. Something I wanted to bring up: the five minute freestyle. So that that's covered. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I think, uh, although I think it's really funny that people are saying things like putting drugs. They're going to be putting drugs in the candy. It's like, no, no, they're not. No. You might put your own drugs in your own food. And by the way, please stop drinking Ajax. It's not healthy for you. No. It's not a colon cleanser. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, it's just hearing the people go bonkers over stupid shit absolutely amazes me. Sorry, I'm just on a chill note tonight. I'm not. No, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. Considering it's just the two of us this time, you know, it, trust me, it's a hell of a lot better than just me. I've tried talking for an hour. It's a lot harder than people think. Anyhow, uh, what I've got to what I've got to finish off with though is um, pretty much the same thing that I just said. At this point, Halloween is just Halloween is a nationwide fursuit parade for lack of a better way of putting it. It's an opportunity for anybody and everybody to get dressed up. Just have fun with the imagination. Look different. Behave different. Put on a character. Try acting. And what's wrong with that? There's not a goddamn thing wrong with that. There are groups that are not going to like it. There are groups that are going to say, well, we want to keep you with with our group. So let's go ahead and have you do uh, Trick or Trunk. No, I'm not going to explain it. Yes, you can look it up for yourself. No, it's not not safe for work. But really, if you think back on the times where you went ahead, you got dressed up, and you went for a party, or you went outside your house and you went trick-or-treating, how many tricks did you go ahead and pull? Yeah, me neither. I didn't pull that many. Yeah, never did. Yeah, I mean, first off, nobody was ever really a dick. You know, if you didn't have candy to give out, you just turned your front porch light off. Didn't matter if you had decorations, you turned your front porch light off. And between the, the, the appropriate hours, so that way the kids just skipped over your house. You know, the only person's house that I helped do anything with, and it was just toilet paper, was because they were being a dick. Don't it, be a dick. If, if you want to know about an excellent trick that I learned as a kid, and I mean, like grade school learned as a kid follow this one 
get an egg. I don't, I don't, I don't, just wait. You get an egg. You hold it upright so that you've got the tip up and the flat down. You crack the bottom very carefully until you can get the egg to come out. You might need to put like a, a pinhole in the top. Let the egg hole come out. Wash it out. Do that with like a dozen. Now, let me interrupt you real quick there. If you ever want to get into the practice of creating Fabergé eggs, this, this is a good start because then you could use as a painting and, and so on platform. Go ahead. Now, obviously, you do this with like a, a, a dozen eggs. You're probably going to want to put them to some use. So, you know, this is probably a nice good souffle. idea. Hmm? A nice souffle. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, making fresh pasta, but, you know, whatever, well, whatever does for you. Or, or you can, um, using just a couple other ingredients like uh, flour and, um, I think it was water, or uh, no, flour and yogurt. You can make uh, that Japanese, um, that bouncy cake that they make. So you get the eggs, clean them out, you wash them out. You fill the inside with confetti. Not glitter. Confetti. Very specific confetti. Get a single hole puncher and do a whole bunch of it. Put it in there. Tape the bottom just a little bit with just enough tape preferably white tape doesn't have to be and then you take them with you on the road and if somebody's going to go ahead and give you any kind of grief about it what did you say to me pull out an egg come on over come on over boom an explosion of confetti nobody gets hurt you don't have to worry about nothing and nobody has to worry about glitter. And really, if you're going to do any kind of a trick, it should at least be something where people afterwards can just go, okay, you got me. As opposed to Martha need a stick to clean the shit off of my boots again. Yeah, because the flaming bag of poo never gets old, right? Yeah. With that, we're going to call it a night. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. We hope that you had yourself a good time with us, and you got something to think about for the week ahead. Hope that you enjoyed all of our perspectives. Uh, over the live chat, thank you, guys, for being with us. Uh, in some order, because I'm kind of scrolling back a little bit over here, uh, Stephanie, you'd be, Stephanie, you got, you got it right over there. Uh, Cato, Felis, uh, did, uh, Elenatron, you were still there. I'm assuming, I know, I know, assuming, but you know, it is what it is. And, uh, Seeker, I know was here earlier. So, you know, thank you all for being with us. Appreciate it. Tech, um, thank you for saving my ass tonight. Because this would have been really, this would have been a really sucky show if it was just me tonight. Thank you. Oh, actually, I'm not really here. You're passed out. I'm just a figment of your imagination. But you're welcome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And the only answer that I've got for that is. <laughs> 
there's a long running history with that. And some of you need to know. <laughs> and some of you don't. He's the only one that needs to know. You know what? I should just buy you coffee and just be done with it. Well, you know, uh, what, what I was thinking is, is um, they, they make those remote control vibrators that you can control over the internet. Just strap one of those to my wrist. If I fall asleep, punch in the code to, you know, get like one of the. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Put it in the YouTube chat. Let people randomly ping it. <laughs> Nope. I'm trying to type all of a sudden I've got like five R R R R T T T T T T Y Y Y Y like nope. 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 Plus no, plus because plus my A-T-H- hand is shaking people. Plus 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 A T H T no carrier. <laughs> Some people understand that one. Others of you are kinda of going Eh? It's a joke. It 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 well, it wasn't at the time, but that's a that's a that's no, no, a, no. I was talking about wearing a vibrator on my wrist. Yeah, we we got it. Um, yeah, that's and not where you're supposed to use them. Since uh, since Bridget Fitch is not here, uh, I think we should uh, I think we should pretty well um, choose who should get the collective um, fuck you from us for this week because she's not here for it. Um, I'm just gonna go with uh I'm just gonna go with the MAGA conservative Cretans who have all collectively said not perfectly reasonable for people to break into people's homes in order to have political discourse with a claw peen hammer. Those people can just go ahead and fuck themselves. You got a recommendation? Um, or did I just take your thunder on that one? I was going to say, you know, there's other uses for a clopping hammer. Um, instead of going violent with it, you could just, you know, keep the handle nice and waxed and shove it up your ass. You'd probably get more fun out of it. A little prostate massage going there, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some, some of those people could probably go ahead and do that. That'd be perfectly fun that just, way. Just remember to taper the handle. Or just do it sideways, in which case you don't have to worry which way the handle is facing. I still love the movie Little Nicky because of the the Hitler and the pineapple thing. Oh, yeah, you guys had shown me that particular thing. Okay, it's fine. Meanwhile, we need to call it a night. So, if you folks would like to join us again, we'll be back again next week, more than likely. If you'd like to go ahead and be in contact with us or get the audio version of the podcast, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. All our info is over there. You can leave us a voicemail message at 859-HCTV-554. That's 859-4288-554. And we will be looking forward to seeing hearing from you sometime in the near future we got all kinds of social medias available twitter facebook discord so all that stuff is for you in the show notes and i will update those after we get done with all the stuff that we we're talking about so everybody as always please take care of yourselves please be safe be healthy and before we go as a last item as i always say during the season jack-o'-lanterns Pumpkins, gourds of all description are too easily available.
If you are driving at night, please be attentive to highway overpasses. If you're going under one, please be attentive to make sure that there's nobody going to be dropping anything into traffic. And if you're going over one, and something looks a little on the weird side, there's nothing wrong with pulling over to the side and parking with your brake lights on. It's enough to scare folks and to move them along. Because if they throw something into traffic, you could very easily just be saving someone's life. Trust me, I know a little something about this. So in the meantime, we'll call it a night. Thank you very much for being with us. Beyond that, we got nothing else for you. So until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, for my lady, too damn many years on later, I am still in love with you, Fluffy East. Mwah. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. So, so the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.